I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, April 13th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Brett, some sad news today to share with friends. Comedian Gilbert Gottfried passed away yesterday at the age of 67. Are you a fan? Super sad. You know what? He's one of these guys. I guess I think he. I'm a bit too young for his heyday, but he was in a bunch of stuff growing up. Like he's just like a constant cameo character. Like he's just in stuff, and so I'm a fan in so much that I've like grown up with him. I guess I did see a funny tweet. This is maybe a bit too controversial for the the peak daily, but I'll say it anyways. People always think that Henry Kissinger is going to die because he's very old, and they go, it's never Henry Kissinger. It's always someone else. And so today it was Gilbert Gottfried, which is a very sad dude. Are you a fan, Jay? I, uh, a fan, maybe two strong words. I appreciate the longevity of his career. And if you look on Wikipedia, the things that he's probably most well-known for is the Aflac commercial, which he got kicked off of because of a controversial joke about the Japanese tsunami in 2011. But that followed 10 years after a controversial 9-11 joke, three weeks after the September 11th attacks, which followed 20 years after some controversial jokes about Pee Wee Herman at the 43rd Primetime Emmy Awards. He was not afraid to push boundaries, and that, I think, can be respected. I think he comes from a long line of sort of old-school comedians that just do not care what Brett Chang and Jay Rosenthal think of him. Well, no, I like that humor, Jay, as you know. And if you die with only three controversial jokes and you're a comedian, that's pretty good. I, I, you know, if you look at some of the comedians these days, they got a lot more than that. You are right. Uh, I will leave it to everybody to go see for themselves on the Wikipedia page. But I will also point out, and this has come up in a conversation a couple of times, a movie from 2005, which Gilbert Gottfried plays an important role in, called The Aristocrats. It is a documentary about a well-known and raunchy joke that comedians tell each other to try to crack up other comedians. I highly recommend it. It is a very good watch, especially if you like comedy and a certain kind of old-school comedy. That's my recommendation for today. Aside from Gilbert Gottfried, rest his soul, may his memory be a blessing, what do we have for Pete Pals today? For our first story, no free advice. For our second story, shrinkflation. And for our third story, rate hike season. For our first story, last month, Ontario became the first province to create a law that protects everyday investors like you and I from unqualified financial professionals. This according to a story in the Globe and Mail. Brett, what does this mean for you and me who get all their financial advice from Sometimes better than TikTok, but sometimes it's actually from TikTok. Yeah, I do get a lot of financial advice from TikTok. I don't take, I don't act on it, but I do see it. Now, the province's regulator has confirmed that FP Canada and the Institute for Advanced Financial Education, I'm enrolling next week, will now be in charge of vetting financial professionals, which will include upholding new and improved qualification and credential standards. So we hate to break it to you, but there are about 100,000 financial advisors across the country and Canada has no legislated national standards to qualify them. Outside of Quebec, which has its own rules, anyone, anyone, anyone can call themselves a financial planner or advisor regardless of their certifications or educational background, TikTok not included. Under Ontario's new standards, only 19,000 people in the country who hold the updated designations would be allowed to offer professional financial advice. And just for peak pals, we are not financial advisors. We are not regulated under this regime. And anything you hear on on this podcast is not financial advice. And so uncertified people who have been using their fancy titles before January 2020 will have between two and four years to get certified. And those who started using their titles after January 2020 will need to get it done immediately. And, And here's why this all matters. 
a growing number of alternative and online investment options have created a, well, what do I do with my money? You know, Wild West scenario in which well-intentioned but underqualified experts or straight scammers are running rampant. Again, not us. We are not financial advisors. For our second story, all that and a bag of chips, it's not the compliment it once was as bags of chips contain fewer salty morsels than ever. Thanks to something called shrinkflation. Jay, this is tragic because I thought the snack crisis was over with the reintroduction of Frito-Lay's chips and Loblaws, which we talked about a few days ago. Jay, what's up now with snacks? Well, let's not confuse shrinkflation with shrinkage, but instead of rising prices as production costs soar, companies are simply giving customers less stuff for the same amount of money and kind of hoping they won't notice with recent examples, including Doritos and Charmin, the toilet paper. And I'd hate to put those same things in the same sentence, but Doritos and Sharma should not be in the same sentence, except for this context. I know we're going to talk about how it does matter, but honestly, I would never notice. Now, it's a costly tactic that can cause consumer outrage. So it's often only resorted to in times of significant inflation, which is why it has been more rampant than ever as of late. Now, during tough times, companies are also known to replace natural sugar with high fructose corn syrup, roll out new models of cars with fewer features, or in the case of hotels, cut down on amenities. As consumers become savvier and take to social media to post about it, companies have had to get even smarter using package redesigns or framing smaller packages as limited edition or shareable. Now, here's the bottom line. Unfortunately, if you have noticed this trend of shrinkage, shrinkflation in your grocery store, that new size is here to stay even after this rough period of inflation subsides. Because guess what? That means the company can make more money when times are good. So be prepared to have more air in those bags of chips and fewer crunches, crisps, and chomps. Devastating. It is devastating. Or just buy two and share one with Brett. For our final story, the Bank of Canada is set to hike interest rates further today, with experts agreeing it will likely be the first oversized hike in over two decades, going up half a percentage point instead of the typical quarter percentage point. This is a very big story, and not just because of the chips in the aforementioned story. Brett, What's the background on this rate hike? Inflation, rate hikes, it's just the big story of the day. And the Bank of Canada started its interest rate hike streak back in March after leaving already record low rates untouched during the entirety of the pandemic to promote spending during uncertain economic times. Now, historically, high inflation, housing prices, and low unemployment rates have forced the bank's hand to basically try and cool things down. And Jay, for those of the peak pals who need a refresher on rates, what's kind of happening? Okay, so higher interest rates encourage saving and discourage borrowing and spending, causing companies to slow price increases and even lower prices to encourage demand, which reduces inflation. Low interest rates throughout the pandemic fueled Canada's competitive housing market with a combination of increased demand and increased borrowing, leading to today's ridiculously high housing prices. Now, benchmark prices for houses in the big cities are still rising. It's 1.3 million for Toronto and 2.1 million for Vancouver last month, respectively. That's crazy. And although a temporary dip is predicted by some real estate experts, we still have no idea what's going to happen. Now, the Montreal Real Estate Association was bold enough to title its latest release of monthly sales data, The Final Surge, predicting an imminent pricing slowdown. I, you know, I get I, I I wouldn't speak so confidently if I were them. We'll find out, I guess. It's also weird to put out something called The Final Surge when there's actually a war going on. It's very Putin-esque, I guess. As a great of point. A <laughs> they might want to rethink that strategy, whoever wrote that for the Montreal Real Estate Association. Anyway, and here's the bottom line, Brett. As many as six more hikes are expected this year with the intention to further drive down rampant inflation, this is affecting the cost of just about 
everything. The only thing surging right now are interest rates. Am I right, Jay? You've got it. Well, well played. <laughs> Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to. And only. Daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I'll leave you with this. The aristocrats. It's a, I guess this is a, a reference I just don't get. Maybe I I'll know. watch it now. You should watch it because that's the punchline. But have a good day, Brett. Yeah. Okay, you too, Jay.